0: Welcome to Zichud Avsim, my name is Abraham and today we're on the second parak, Aisha Shinis Armawa. The Zichud Masechus program has been generously sponsored as a S'chus for So the three are going to focus on them. On the opening mission, of the second parak on the bottom of Dab Ahmed Vav stated, Aisha Shinis Armowa or a woman who was widowed or divorced is claiming her ksuba. She says. You married me as a basula, and you owe me a ksuba of two hundred zuz. And he says, "No, I married you as an almana, and I only owe you one hundred zuz." If there are witnesses that she went out with a hinuma and her hair down, her ksuba is two hundred zuz. Rabbi Yochanan Ben Broca says, raya. The distribution of parched grain is also a proof. The Gemara says that the reason she's believed is because there were witnesses, but if there are no witnesses, the husband is believed. This implies the Mishnah is not in accordance with Rabbi Gamliel, who believes a woman who claims she was violated after Arisen and entitles her to a folk suba. The Gemara answers that it can even be Rabbi Gamaliel. In the earlier Mishnah, Rabbi Gamaliel believed her because it was the case of Bari Vashemah. But here it's a case of Bari Babari. Given this obvious answer, the Gemara wonders what the question of his was, and answers Rov Nisos, Kibari Since Rove woman marry as Basulos, it's similar to a case of Bari Bashemba, where she explains that her claim is more likely to be Emma's. Pointing her to the mission continues, And Yishua?" and Yishua admits concerning a case where someone says to his friend, This field was your father's, but I bought it from him. He's is believed for the same mouth that has forbidden is the mouth that has permitted. Rashi explains that since the other person is unaware that his father owned the field, except through this person's admission, his claim that he purchased it is also believed. The Gemara clarifies that Rabbi Yeshua is saying that even though he disagrees with Regamalil regarding an earlier Migo case in the first paragraph, he accepts the Migo argument here and seeks to identify the earlier case. After rejecting three suggestions, the Gemara says, it's the case when the Chassin did not find Besulim, and the Kala said, astani After your Makarishmi, I was violated, and this is a case of a buyer's field getting flooded. Since she could have used the Migo that she was a Mukas which is not forbidden to the Kuna, Ram believes her. When the were asked, why Rabbi Shua's mode in the field case, it answers, ain Here there's no slaughtered ox before you, meaning there were no grounds for a claim. If the person had kept quiet about the field, no one would ever have investigated it. But in the case of the woman, it was the Khasan not finding the Basuin that initiated the claim. And pointing with you, Abraissa listed various signs that a call was a Basuan, one of them being a fanel Koshel Basura. They passed before her an announcement cup. Ravada Barav explained that they passed before her a cup of Truma wine, as if to say that if she married a cohen, Ruya Zola she is fitting to eat Truma. When a pup objected and said that an almana who marries a cone can also be truma, the grand answers, zo reshis katruma reshis. This call is having relations with her husband is a first for her, like truma is the first that is separated from one's produce. So once again, the three points are number one. The opening mission of the second perk on the bottom of Dovtezvavambe stated, Aisha Shinizarma or a woman who was widowed or divorced, is claiming her ksuba. She says, you married me as a basula and you owe me a ksuba of 200 zuz. And he says, no, I married you as an almana and I only owe you 100 zuz. If there are witnesses that she went out with the hinuma and her hair down, her xuba is 200 zuz. Rabbi Yochan ben Broca says, The distribution of parched grain is also a proof. The Gemara says that the reason she's believed is because there were witnesses, but if there are no witnesses, the husband is believed. This implies the mission is not in accordance with Rabbi who believes a woman who claims she was violated after her heiressin and entitles her to a full xuba the Gemara answers that it can even be Raman In the earlier Mishnah, Raman believed her because it was a case of Bari Veshema, but here it's a case of Bari Vibari. Given this obvious answer, the Gemara wonders what the question of his Havamina was, and answers, Since robe woman marry as Basulos, it's similar to a case of Bari Veshema, where she explains that her claim is more likely to be Emma's. Point number right to the mission continues, and Rabbi Yeshua admits, concerning a case where someone says to his friend, this field was your father's, but I bought it from him. He's believed for the same mouth that has forbidden is the mouth that has permitted. Rashi explains that since the other person is unaware that his father owned the field, except through this person's admission, his claim that he purchased it is also believed. The Gemara clarifies that Rabbi Yeshua is saying that even though he disagrees with Regamlil regarding an earlier Migo case in the first parak, he accepts the Migo argument here and seeks to identify the earlier case. After rejecting three suggestions, the Gemara says it's the case when the Chassan did not find the and the Kala said, After your me, I was violated, and this is a case of a buyer's field getting flooded. Since she could have used the Migo that she was a Mukaz, which is not forbidden to the Kuna, Romagamu believes her. When the were asks why Rubishua is mode in the field case, it answers ain't sure here there's no slaughtered ox before you, meaning there were no grounds for a claim. If the person had kept quiet about the field, no one would ever have investigated it. But in the case of the woman, it was the Khasan not finding the Basuin that initiated the claim. And pointing with the Bryce listed various signs that a Kawa was a Basuan, one of them being a fanel Koshel Basura. They passed before her an announcement cup. Ravada Barav explained that they passed before her a cup of Truma wine, as if to say that if she married a Kohen, Zola She is fitting to eat Truma. When her pup objected and said that an Almanu who marries a Kohen can also eat Truma, the Gemara answers, Zola Rashis Katruma This call is having relations with her husband is a first for her, like Truma is the first that is separated from one's produce. All right, so now we go to a Simba duft And her standard Simba is toes. And we often use an acrobat with large toes. An acrobat with large toes. So here goes. The two acrobats with the large toes who performed a trapeze act at a wedding and were aiding that the kala down below went out with a veil. We were so surprised when they overheard the caterer tell a guest, this wedding hall property was your father's, and I bought it from him, that they knocked over a coast of trimal wine that was being passed in front of the kala. Once again, slow motion. The two acrobats with the large toes toes that must be more enoughteszion the two acrobats with the large toes who performed a trapeze act at a wedding and were aiding that the call down below went out with a veil, which reminds us the opening mission of the second pair stated. A woman who is widowed or divorced is claiming her ksuba. She says, you married me as a besuwa and you owe me a ksuba of 200 zuz. And he says, no, I married you as an almana and I only owe you 100 zuz. If there are witnesses that she went out with the hinuma and her hair down, her ksuba is 200 zuz. The court says that the reason she's believed is because there were witnesses, but if there are no witnesses, the husband is believed, which implies that the Mish is not in the courts from Gamaliel, who believed a woman who claims she was violated after her erison and entails her to a folk suba. The Gemara answers that it can even be Raman In the earlier Mishnah, Raman believed her because it was a case of Bari Vashemma, but here is a case of Bari Vavari. So, the two acrobats with the large toes who performed a trapeze act at a wedding and were aiding at the collar down below, went out with a veil, were so surprised when they overheard the caterer tell a guest, this wedding hall property was your father's, and I bought it from him. Which reminds Rabbi Yeshua's mode in the Miku case of so someone saying this field was your father's, but I bought it from him. He's believed for the same mouth that is forbidden is the mouth that is permitted. This is a case of, Here there's no slaughtered ox before you, meaning there was no grounds for a claim. If the prisoner had kept quiet about the field, no one would have ever investigated. But in the case of the woman who claims she was violated after the Kedushan. Rabbi Shua holds she's not believed since it was a chassan not finding the basalim that initiated the claim. So the two acrobats with the large toes who performed a trapeze act at a wedding and were aiding at the collar down below, went out with a veil, were so surprised when they overheard the caterer tell a guest, this wedding hall property was your father's, and I bought it from him, that they knocked over a coast of truma wine that was being passed in front of the khala. Which reminds us, a bright solicit various signs that a kala was a basura, one of them being They passed before her an announcement cup. Ravada Barav explained that they passed before a cup of truma wine, as if to say that if she married a kohen, she's fitting to eat truma. When Rapapa objected and said that an laman who marries a kohen can also eat truma, the Gemara answers, this kala is having relations with her chasen is a first for her, like truma is the first that is separated from one's produce. So once again, the two acrobats with the large toes who performed a trapeze act at a wedding and were aiding that the kala down below went out with a veil, were so surprised when they overheard the caterer tell a guest, this wedding hall property was your father's, and I bought it from him, that they knocked over a coat of trumel wine that was being passed in front of the kala. All right, now it's time for 4 Blot Bad Khazara. of Yud Beis. So the similar Daf Yud Beis is 12 brothers. So here goes. The 12 brothers from to 12 brothers. That must be one, Daf Yud Beis. The twelve brothers from Yehuda eating with their new brother in law, who told him to not even try to make a tiny basulim, which reminds us the next Mishnah states how Ocha It's Yehuda should be if one eats in his father-in-law's house in Yehuda. After Kedushin, without aiding that he did not have with the Kawa, he could not make a claim of Tanis Basulim because it was the Minag in Yehuda that he has Yehud with her during these visits. The Gmore infers from the fact that the Mishnah stated, if one eats, that there are places in Yehuda where one does not eat in his father-in-law's house during the period of Kadusha, and therefore, a in those places could bring a Tanis Basulim. So the twelve brothers from Yehuda eating with their new brother-in-law, who told them to not even try to make a Tanis Basulim, were showing him that the Ksuba Mount to marry their Basulah sister was is the same as one from Almanabas Cohen, which reminds us that there were two Takanas made for the Ksuv of Abbas Almana. When the Kohanim saw people were still divorcing the Almanas and the amount was not a deterrent, they raised the amount to two hundred zuz. But when they saw people choosing a Basisrael Basua for that amount, they lowered it back down to Amana. So the twelve brothers from Yehuda eating with their new brother in law, who told them to not even try to make Atanas Basulim, were showing him that the Kusub amount to marry their Basua sister was the same as one from Almanabas Cohen. When their sister rushed in to tell her, cousin that she was certain that his field had just flooded. Which reminds us, the Gemara wanted to compare the case of one who marries a woman and does not find her me, and she says, who, After you were me, I was violated, and this is the case of the buyer's field was flooded, to a case where one said to the other, you owe me a mana," and the other one says, I don't know. Rav Yehud and Ravhuna said he is chayav bari b'shemah bari Adif, and Rav Nachman and Rav Yochanan said he is pater ukimemano smari. We let the money remain with its current owner. The Gemara answered, Rav Nachman could say that his view isn't according to Rav Gamliel, for Rav Gamliel only believed the wife because of a migu, for she could have claimed she was a mukas eight, but there was no migu in the loan case. Alternatively, Rav Gamliel holds we keep the woman in her chazaka of being a basua, whereas in the loan dispute the plaintiff has no chazaka. Daf Yud Gimel, so the is a bar mitzvah boy. So here goes the overly zealous bar mitzvah boy. Bar mitzvah boy, that must mean we're on Daf Yud Gimel. The overly zealous bar mitzvah boy who saw a woman speaking with a man and brought basin to see for themselves, which reminds us, the next mission of states regarding basin, they saw an unmarried woman speaking with someone and they asked her, what's the nature of this man? And she replied, he's pony is a cohen She's believer of Yeshua says, we do not live by our mouth. Ella, she has a chazak of having relations with the Nasen or until she brings proof to her claim. brings some khokas guarding what is meant by speaking. Ziri says Nisra, it means she was in seclusion with him, and Ravasi says Nivula, it means she had relations with him. A pusik is brought to show that speaking is a euphemism for having relations. So the overly zealous bar mitzvah boy who saw a woman speaking with a man and brought Basin to see for themselves had his friends take out the ruins in the city and ruins in the field, which reminds us the more brings several challenges to Ravasi's position. with They saw her enter with a man into a secluded place a ruin and they asked her, what's the nature of this man? According to Ravasi, who holds, speaking is having relations. What's the need for two cases? The Gmor answers that the Brysa is speaking of two types of ruins de de Dabra, the ruins in a city and ruins in a field. If the Bryson only brought the case of ruins in the city, we'd say that this is the case for Mangamu believes her since robe men in a Jewish city are fit for her. And if it only taught the case of a ruin in the field, we would say that perhaps it's only there where Yeshua disagrees, but in a Jewish city, he would agree. The Gemara eventually refutes Ravasi's position. So the overly zealous bar mitzvah boy who saw a woman speaking with a man and brought Basin to see for themselves, had his friends take out the ruins in the city and ruins in the field, and hoped to hear that Basin would rule that her daughter is possible despite... Her mother's chazaka. Which reminds Rabbi Yochanan said to the ones who rule that she's fit, referring to Rabbi Yezer, they rule her daughter is fit as well. And according to the one, Rabbi Yeshua, who rules her puzzle, he rules her daughter's puzzle as well. But Rabbi Yezer says, To the one who rules her fit, he rules her daughter's puzzle. Rabbi said that Rabbi Lezer's reason is that it's well that her mother is fit for she has a chazaka of kashas. But her daughter does not have a chazaka of kashas. Daffy doll. So the simmer Daffy Doll is a hand and we often use a juggler. So here goes. The is Isa juggler, who was careful to check the yichas of her dough before her show, which reminds us of a biased rabbi of really said that a woman is not believed to say she had relations with the kosher man to permit her to marry a Kohen. For a mission Edios taught that Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi ben testified, Almana's Isa she keshera regarding an Almana of a person with a suffix status, meaning an Almana of a suffix halal, that she's permitted to marry into the Kahuna. We see from here that Rabbi Yeshua permits her to marry to the kohuna presumably based on her chazaka that she was permitted to marry a Kohen before this marriage, Rabbi said Tabai that the cases do not compare. Hasim isha There we say that a woman who marries first checks her husband's yichus and then marries. But here, when a woman acts immorally, does a woman first check the man's yichus before acting immorally? So the Almanus Isa Juggler, who was careful to check the yichas of her dough before her show, was about to do a double Safak act with her son. Which reminds us, Rava points out that the same Mishnah contradicts Rav position. Rava answers that there are no contradictions. Regarding Bari ha'cheshema. in our Mishnah, the woman is Bari, about whom she had relations with. Whereas here, with the Almana to the Safak Hallel, her claim is only a shema. And In our mission, there's only one Suffolk, whereas here there are two svekas. where she explains that in the mission's case, there's only one Suffolk, whether the woman had relations with a fit man. In the case of Edius, the mother of the deceased Cohen was a Suffolk herself, and this widow of her son is a second Suffolk. So the Almanis Isa juggler who was careful to check the yichas of her dough before her show was about to do a double Suffolk act with her son when a commotion erupted because the Suffolk Halalim could not be recognized in the crowd. Which reminds us we have a brightness with various opinions regarding what is an Almanus Issa and concludes Yisrael recognizes the Mamzerim among them but they do not recognize the Halalim among them. Dov Tezvav, so similar to Dov Tezvav, is a fruit bowl. So here goes. It was a dark day when the majority of Jewish caravans carrying fruit bowls. Fruit bowls? That must mean we're on Dov Tezvav. Tu fruit. It was a dark day when the majority of Jewish caravans carrying fruit bowls rolled into the town with the majority of Jews, for a young girl was violated, which reminds us of Yeshua rule that a young girl who was violated was permitted to marry a Kohen because the incident took place when the majority of the town had good yuchus and the majority of the caravans coming to the market were Jewish. Therefore, there were two majorities. The Gemara concludes that, my my The rabbi set a high standard in yuchus cases regarding a Kohen, and in a case of a subject whether someone is fit for the Kohuna, two majorities are required. So it was a dark day day when the majority of jewish caravans carrying fruit bowls rolled into the town with the majority of jews for a young girl was violated and then someone threw a heavy fruit bowl into a group of nine jews and one nakri and killed a jew which reminds us the source for kol kavul kameksal meksadami is the pus regarding a murderer but of Lo, Ba'kamalav, and ambushes him and rises up against him and it was taught in the base midrash of rabbi Yanai, Proud with Zurich, Evan will go that the Pusk is coming to exclude from capital punishment one who throws a stone into a group of people consisting of Jews and Kananim and he kills a Jew. The Gemara clarifies that the Pusk is needed in the case where there are nine Jews in the group and one Kanani. The person who threw the rock is not killed because the Kanani is considered station in place, Kavua, and any Suffolk. Relating to something, Kavua is treated as having a probability of 50-50. So it was a dark day when the majority of Jewish characters Caravans carrying fruit bowls rolled into the town with the majority of Jews, for a young girl was violated. And then someone threw a heavy fruit bowl into a group of nine Jews and won Nakhri and killed a Jew, right next to where a little baby was found abandoned inside. A fruit bowl. Which reminds me, we that if one found an abandoned child in the city, if Rov the residents are Nakrim, he's a Nakhri and can be fed in the Velas. If Rov the residents are Jews, he's a Jew regarding a Shavasaveda returning lost objects. Max al-Maxi Yisrael, if half the residents are Jews and half are Nakrim, he is treated as a Jew with regards to damages, such as paying half damages for a Tom. All right, now it's time to conclude with a pop quiz of ten questions. Number one, which of the when the rabbis said there's no contradiction between Yeshua and the Mishnah? There was one suffok of the woman who acted immorally, whereas with the Almanas Isa, there are two sfeko that's on Daf Yalat Good number two, which stuff do we discuss the status of an abandoned child, whether he's considered a Jew or a nachri that's on Daf? Tezbub. Good number three. Which thing Rabishhub believes the meager when someone says this field was your father's and I bought it from him. That's on duff. Tezain. Good number four. Which death learned the one who ate in his father-in-law's house in Yehuda after Kadushun without aiding cannot bring a Tanis Basun. But not every place in Yehuda kept that minhug, that's on duff. Your base. Good number five. Which death learned that a widow is called an almana because her ksuba is a mana. That's on duff. Good. Good number six. Which stuffing when a woman who's divorced or widowed is believed when she says she was a vesuah. If there were adim, she went out with a hinuma or a hair down. That's on Duff. Tazayn. Good number seven. Which stuffing when the basin can convert a ger katan when there is no father as a s'chus for him. That's on Duff. Yadov. Good number eight. Which something of when he, what is meant when basin saw a woman speaking with a man. Does it mean seclusion or having relations? That's on Duff. You'd give a good number nine. Which of them Rabbi Shua holds that a woman who was violated is mutter. To marry a cohen when there are two majorities, that's on Dov. Tezvav. Good. And number ten, which of the that one of the signs that a call was a basura was when they passed before her a kosho basura, which is a cup of Truma wine. That's on Dov. Tezine. Excellent. Alright, that concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Rumko from Zikhu wishing you a great day and great learning.